You are listening to Life Skills 101 on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Welcome to Life Skills 101, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and True North Homeschool Academy. Your host, Lisa Nearing, has homeschooled her five kids for the last 29 years. She has a master's degree in human brain development and a master's in marriage and family therapy. She is currently the owner of True North, offering everything from Hebrew classes to chemistry. She and her husband, Dr. David Nearing, are passionately committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools and resources necessary to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, Without further ado, your host. We get questions in our Facebook group on the daily about parents who are concerned that their kids won't get into college, but times are changing and very, very quickly. Elon Musk recently announced that they have successfully planted their first neurochip into a human brain. Uh, Yeah, we just entered a new era of economy, money, and human-cyborg relations. At the same time, the president of the Carnegie Foundation, of the Carnegie Unit fame, which you probably know as, um, you probably realize who Carnegie is because you know it through the high school credit, is really rethinking the efficacy of the credit based on trends in education as well as in the working world. Jobs are being outsourced to AI robotics and the precision economy. And while unprecedented may have been an overused word in 2020, it's definitely the word of the decade and for very good reason. As parents, we often prepare our kids for life in the way that we were prepared for it. But look, (laughs) the world is changing and very, very quickly. So if we're preparing our kids for adulthood in the same way that we were 20, 30, and for some of us, even 40 years ago, We're outdated and we're not doing the right thing for our kids. So I just want to take um, this episode to look at how each generation has defined success and think through how much our ideas have changed from generation to generation. And then we're going to talk about some ways that we can prepare our kids well for the future in which they'll live. So boomers, boomers were born from 1946 to 64. They define success by one, two, three, four, one spouse, Two kids, a three-room flat, and four wheels, also known as a car. (laughs) Gen X success. Gen Xers were born from 65 to 80. They define success by the five Cs, a car, cash, credit card, and condominium, not to mention the country club membership. Millennials, however, Gen Y, born from 1981 to 1996, they define success by the five Bs, a BMW, body, i.e. focus on health, brain, being able to question, be flexible, focus on growth mindset, a bungalow, and becoming a billionaire. Practically, those translate into fun and fulfillment, freedom, and fortune. Gen Z or the iGen, born from 1997 to 2010. Gen Z kids are the first to be born in a world where they know nothing else besides being constantly connected to one another, albeit through phones, screens, and tablets. The vote's not in how they'll define success, but be assured that the anxious loneliness of 2020, coupled with the fast pace of tech development, will definitely, definitely play a part in that definition. 
Couple this with the fact that we all have more leisure than ever before. Each of us has 160 hours a week or 8,760 8, hours a year of leisure. And we can expect that for a good portion of the time. We can expect that for a good portion of that time, we'll be sleeping or working. But the number of hours worked have drastically reduced over the last 200 years. In 1830, most people worked on average 69.1 hours a week. Today, we work on average 39.1 hours per week. So that means instead of an average lifetime of 43,000 hours of leisure, someone in the 1830s might have enjoyed, people in 1995 enjoy 176,100 hours of leisure. And by 2040, lifetime leisure is expected to be 246,000 hours. That's 28 years of leisure over the course of our life, lifetime. That is a lot of leisure. All of this adds up to the reality <laughs> that our young adults have some unique challenges, challenges that we didn't face when we launched and that our young adults will probably need help navigating. So what are the top skills for young adults, regardless of whether they go to college or how many credits they have when they graduate? Number one is self-agency. Agency means the ability to do things on your own, the ability to exhibit a sense of autonomy and control over our lives. We need our young adults to be able to actively make choices, set goals, and take responsibility for their actions. Now, this really flies in the face of the victim mentality or the, the victim society that we live in. It involves having the consequence, it involves having the confidence, I'm sorry, it involves having the confidence to navigate life's choices and to advocate for oneself. Now, in order to have self-agency, you really have to take responsibility. You have to say, you know, that was my fault. Um, I didn't realize that was going to happen or I did it on purpose, but really taking responsibility for what you do and what you say. That's the number one skill our kids are going to need to have. Number two, they need an integrated identity. A successful young adult has a clear understanding of their values, beliefs, and purposes, and they have those all integrated into their identity. So they have a clear understanding of who they, who they are personally, societally, culturally, and it's all a cohesive whole. Now, with online life, you can have an avatar, which means you can pretend to be something that you're not. And, you know, we all live in this age where we can try on sexuality or try on an animal or whatever or culture. And it's a little crazy, <laughs> um, but it does not um, it does not lead kids to integrated identity. Um, it is disintegrated identity. And, you know, as, as not far back as 10 years ago, this would be called dissociative personality disorder. But having that self-awareness of who you are personally, societally, and culturally, it helps us make informed decisions and build meaningful relationships. It helps find helps us find people who are part of our tribe. And by tribe, I don't mean like ethnically necessarily. I mean, our tribe of people who have the same values, the same sense of purpose and vision for our lives. Our kids, kids need that now more than ever before. So the first thing that our kids really need is agency. The second thing they really, really need is an integrated identity. And third, they need competencies. Skill-based competencies. Young adults um, acquire a range of competencies, including cognitive skills, emotional intelligence, and practical abilities by practicing. They can read all day long, but they have to put them into practice to really own them. And that's going to help them succeed in a variety of domains, academically, professionally, personally. So even though the Carnegie Foundation is rethinking credits, what they are thinking about is that they do more skill-based competency um, evaluations as a way to graduate kids. And I think that's a 
as homeschoolers, we do that naturally, right? We are, we teach to mastery. We have our kids involved in a variety of electives and, um, and hobbies and those kind of things. We're on the cutting edge of education in that way. So don't, don't just say, okay, we don't use the credit anymore and you throw it out. Think about how your young adults can acquire skills, i.e. competencies in a variety of different things. Um, also, what your kids really need for success moving forward is physical and mental health. And that means, again, integration socially and um, societally, as well as um, interpersonally, um, prioritizing well-being and maintaining good health physically, um, having a growth mindset, having a family life, cultivating rewarding relationships and minimizing conflict within family. That doesn't mean cutting off family, which is such an ugly and selfish trend right now. It means working through conflict and having the skills and tools and being invested in those skills and tools to work through the conflict so that you can have a better relationship on the other side. Your kids also need to know how to set goals. So accomplishing personal life goals, regardless of their scale and nature, start small when they're little and ramp it up as they get bigger. Intellectual curiosity, I talk about this all the time with the scientific method. Um, there's this attitude of study disinterest that our kids have, especially in adults too, with the phone, they look at the phone, they could care less who's next to them at the table as, as they go out to eat. We need to put down the phones, take them off the middle of the table, put them away and turn them off and have intellectual curiosity about the person next to us, what's going on in the news and politics and what happened in history and what science um, innovations are happening right now. It helps us stay motivated, intellectually engaged and active. And lastly, our kids need to understand how to make an impact in the world, contributing positively at work or in the community, embodying everyday leadership. Now, over at True North Home School Academy, we've been doing two-year free academic advising for people. And one of the things I put on each sheet is community service. And this is a great way to start understanding and learning impact. All of us have a lot of energy over the course of our lifetime for the most part. We can use some of that energy to impact other people positively and honestly change their lives. So start doing community service in your homeschool. If you need ideas, shoot us a DM. We'd love to um, work with you on some great um, brainstorming. We've got several articles on it on the blog. So check that out. Uh, overall, remember, success is not a one-size-fits-all concept, and it and it varies based on individual aspirations, circumstances, values, what resources you have. But remember, parents, as the parent, you are your kid's number one resource. Don't overlook what you bring to the table as a valuable, very valuable resource for your kids and in your homeschool world. Um, but success is also defined by the world in which we live in. And right now, we do actually live in unique and unprecedented times. And we're going to be launching our young adults into this world. And so we need to really think, is how I was prepared to launch as a young adult, am I doing that for my kids? And is that really going to prepare them well enough to succeed? Our kids do have unique challenges coming on at them that we didn't have to deal with. So think through some of these ideas that I've talked about. I'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts about it? Listen, homeschooling is not that hard. <laughs> we believe that every parent, can confidently, competently, and even contentedly homeschool their kids. It is a beautiful way to raise your family, to raise your kids. And if you need help getting started, we'd love to chat with you. We have hundreds of blog posts and podcasts, and we have a huge Facebook community that we'd love for you to be part of. Go to the website at itsnotthathardtohomeschool.com and check out some of our free resources. If you need help with specific questions, you can always just shoot us a DM, leave a comment, and we'd love to connect with you. Again, my name is Lee. 
Lisa from It's Not That Hard to Homeschool. Hey, come check us out at the Great Homeschool Conventions. We will be there um, under the True North Homeschool Academy um, group, but we'll have information about It's Not That Hard there too, and a new mega book that we are putting out. So hope to see you at the Great Homeschool Conventions. We will be in South Carolina, Missouri, Ohio, and Texas this year, and we'll be doing a regional conference in South Dakota. So um, we'd love to see you in person. We'd love to connect with you guys one-to-one -one in person. All right, you guys, I'll be back with another podcast and it's not that hard to homeschool. I'll catch you later.